and welcome back to the Decision Day edition of Bet MLS with Dero and Oso. We have made it through 23, 24 shows, 34 games, well, 33 games of MLS action. And here we are on Decision Day, Ben. How do you feel? Uh, it's been a long season. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm ready to recharge for the playoffs. But we got, you know, we got one more show. And we're going to crush it. You know, obviously last week was a bit rough. And I think we kind of knew that was going to happen considering we both took about three minutes talking about how much we don't like any of the lines uh, on, <laughs> uh, for last week. So I wasn't surprised that we didn't do so well. This week I'm feeling a little, feeling a little bit better uh, about my picks. Yeah, it was a decent weekend for me. I was up about a unit. I got my dog, uh, Orlando Nashville, um, and, and FC Dallas. Never, never a doubt, man. When, uh, when you have FC Dallas against uh, anyone else in the league, don't bet on them. But when they're playing Austin, baby, 3-0 this year, uh, can we play you every week? <laughs> yeah, I obviously uh, – you know, I think Dallas is trying to schedule Austin for, you know, all 34 games next season. We'll see if that happens. Though. And let me just say also, it's hilarious that, you know, with an odd number of teams, the one team that's not playing on decision day is the Houston Dynamo, which if you looked at one team in MLS last year or to the start of the season where they're like, eh, this team probably not going to be playing an important game in week 34. It's going to be the Dynamo. Let's cut them out. I'm pretty sure it was that way last year, too. Yeah, they're, they're doing a really good job of, you know, picking the right teams not to plan decision day, I think. But, you know, Houston obviously just let go, just let go of the coach. Just, you know, great stuff all around for Houston. Yes, yes, great stuff all around for Houston. Well, let's get into the picks here. Um, I really do like this board in general. I think that it is a board with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of plays that, that look um, appealing to me. Uh, I am very curious to hear yours, though. You're backing one of the teams with nothing to play for this weekend on decision day. Yeah, I know this is going to sound a bit crazy. But look, I, you know, we go into these games every year on decision day and you're like, you know, all these teams have others to play for. And you see it every year where a team with nothing to play for beats a team that has something to play for. So I don't think it's as crazy as, you know, people think, you know, go back to, you know, Houston, L.A. from the, the first lockdown. You know, like, I mean, there's, that's just one example. But there's, you know, there's been other times where, you, you know, you, you see the spoiler role actually, you know, come into fruition. And I think this is a good case. I'm going with Toronto at plus 175 against dc they're at home obviously you know this is a very proud uh toronto fc team and if you actually look over the last you know kind of month and month and a half these two teams aren't that different now you yeah. look at the points uh you know you look at you know, just the overall record over the last month and a half it's pretty similar to dc is kind of you know they're kind of just eking it out at this point you know they're going to you know they're really losing i can't i, I don't know why i can't why i can't think of the idiom but they're basically just like leaking oil they're leaking oil as they get into the <laughs> And part of the season, you know, a lot of their players injured. If you look over there, you know, rolling, you know, goal differential of the last eight games, DC's minus five, Toronto's minus two. If you, I mean, this is all just, you know, you could look at all these numbers and they're all pretty similar. Expected goals uh, over the last month, you look at that, uh, DC is the second worst expected goal differential. Uh, Toronto's kind of, you know, a little, little bit in the middle of the pack. So I don't think it's as crazy as people think once they see it. And, you know, 175 is a great number for a home team in MLS. Yep. And, you know, D.C. is a team that was scoring goals for fun about six weeks ago. 
and they've only scored multiple goals once in their last seven games. So, you know, it's, it's not, they're just struggling to score goals. And I don't like backing road teams that struggle to score. I think that that is a very, very tough thing uh, to win in MLS. So you're backing a team with nothing to play for. I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm backing a team with everything to play for. And that is Atlanta United who minus 125 right now on one book. I actually, I, I, I locked in this bet uh, at minus 140 earlier in the week. So I feel like, a, or I, I, on like Thursday morning. So I feel like an idiot, but um, Atlanta United minus 125 playing at FC Cincinnati. I don't understand this line really at all. I mean, you're talking about, okay, it's an Atlanta United team. Look, that was an ugly result against the Red Bulls on Wednesday night. Yeah, I was, I, I was there. They said it was going to be as much, though, right? Up every 10 minutes and be like, they, I mean, yeah, I, I knew going in that Atlanta, all they, they knew all they needed to do was, was beat Cincinnati. So, but it was a little bit surprising that they basically threw all their starters out there except for Joseph uh, and played them most of the game. Uh, and that's kind of, and then still had that performance where they had what, like one shot? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a pretty dreadful performance all, from them. Their expected goals was 0.1. Um, but yeah, that's not good. That's not good, but this isn't as this is as much about you know when you look at decision day and you're looking at the lines, you do have to take a look at what's on you know what what is on the line in these games. FC Cincinnati in their last eleven games is 0-11 to zero. Okay, and you're giving me minus one twenty five against a team that has lost eleven games in a row for an Atlanta United team that beat them four nil earlier this season and has everything to play for. Obviously, they probably have to get a win. And you just look at the pedigree of Atlanta United. Gonzalo Pineda coming from Seattle. He's going to know how to get his players ramped up for this one. I just can't see any way. I mean, come on. This is Atlanta United here. Uh, I can't see any way that they don't beat uh, Cincinnati. And to me, this should be more 160, minus 160, minus 170, minus 180 type line. Um, and if you're giving me that at minus 125 right, right. now, I'm going to absolutely uh, snap that one up. Now, your Dog, you said you were at their game on Wednesday night. You've had a close look at them. We both like this line. Um, let's hear your dog of the week. Look, I'm going with the Red Bulls. Yep. Uh, plus 200 at Nashville. They are playing really well. Obviously, they couldn't, you know, they really struggling to, you know, to finish off their plays, you know, but they're, if you look at the goal differential uh, over the last month, uh, it's really good. Their expected goal differential is by far uh, number one in the league uh, over the last month. And they, they just haven't been always been able to, you know, finish their chances, which, you know, could come into play again, obviously, against Nashville, who are not playing particularly well. They're playing fine, but they're just grinding out a bunch of draws. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're, I don't know if they're going for the record maybe this weekend. I forgot. <laughs> but uh, they haven't, look, they haven't lost at home all season. They're 8 and 8 but, like, 8 draws is a lot at home. Yep. Like, you should be, you know, the, the top teams, you look at all the top teams, you know, it's all like, you know, usually they're 12, three and three or something like that, like something along those lines. Eight draws is like you're not even playing that well at home, like, even though you haven't lost. And I think, look, you know, obviously you can go back to the motivation factor. Red Bulls, everything to play for. Uh, Nashville, I don't really think they have that much to play for. Look, they want to go into the playoffs with a little bit of momentum. But what, what's really the difference between two, three and four? I, right. I, I don't really see that much of a difference. Uh, look, you don't want to be in. Maybe you don't want to be in the, on the England side of the bracket. Uh, but uh, you know, Philly or NYC is going to drop points uh, this weekend, so that's a guarantee. So look, I don't think they have a lot to play for. They're not playing that well. The Rebels are playing well, and they have everything to play for. Uh, so that's why I'm going with the Rebels at plus 200. 
Yeah, I uh, I locked this bet in as well. This was my I was kind of wavering between two different dogs. And I mean, yeah, like, like you said, look, the Red Bulls have to win um, the draw for them. doesn't really assure them of anything. And so uh, they do have to win this weekend or actually, you know what? I think they are in the playoffs with the draw, aren't they? No, they, I mean, because if Montreal wins. Uh, oh, yeah. They, yeah. So they're in with the draw. The the draw so, you know. <laughs> Even even a double chance, but yeah, I mean, look, I think that you don't want to leave that, you know, you don't want to leave anything to chance here. I think the Red Bulls have, like you said, over the last two months, they have been considerably the better team than Nashville. I genuinely think that if Red Bulls and Nashville played in the playoffs right now, the Red Bulls would come out victorious. Um, and uh, yeah, so I like that bet. I hit a draw last weekend, and I'm going back to the well. I am going to the West Coast. I'm going to Cascadia, and I'm taking another plus 245 Seattle-Vancouver to draw. Now, this is these are two teams that, look, Vancouver has been very, very good over the last, uh, you know, two months, especially at home. Um, they've been a really, really tough team to beat at home, pretty much unbeatable at home. And Seattle has not been playing that well recently. I mean, you look, they haven't won in five games. Um, they did beat Vancouver and they're, the, you know, 4-1 at home. But to me, this one looks like, again, um, Vancouver needs a draw to secure a playoff spot. They need the point. The point is very, very important to them. If the game is close in the last 30 minutes, I think they're just going to try to lock up the point. Seattle has stunningly been struggling to score. They haven't scored multiple goals in these last five games. Um, so I don't really see them scoring too many goals here. And uh, yeah. just to me has the feel of nil nil, to be honest with you. I think that, um, you know, Kansas City, maybe they get the result. RSL obviously needs to win at Kansas City. These are all the things that come into account in, in decision day. I think that the the game flow is going to be very determined on how other results are going throughout the league. If if sporting is winning, Seattle may have to, you know, step on the gas a little bit, but we'll see what happens. I think this one, I think this one is going to be a draw. So I'm going plus 245 there. Your thoughts? Uh, I, I, I like the, I like the bet. Obviously, you know, anytime you go with the with a draw it's a little bit risky and though but yep. look i think it helps both teams that result maybe seattle a little bit less but you know i think it's a, it, it, it's it's fine yeah it's now i'm mad about that now something that i tweeted about and by the way we don't we don't spend if you want to turn on notifications for bad mls twitter we're not the type of people we're not going to spam you with tons and tons of tweets we're going to give you injury updates, the, the, well, the fake injury updates uh, that really mean nothing, yeah. but you know, yeah, um, fake injury updates. yeah, that's why I do it in quotation marks. Yes. But what we also give you right after Taylor Twelman announced the news about Chicago and all of the drama around their team, uh, Columbus was minus 120 against Chicago. Now I put a bet down on Columbus at minus one, or, uh, uh, yeah, Columbus at minus 120. They are now minus 230. This line, this is about one of the biggest moves I think I've ever seen in a line in MLS. And I think Chicago now is getting way underrated at plus 500. Like they're not, Columbus is not five times better than Chicago. Okay. Even with, without knowing what lineup Chicago is going to be playing. But uh, you so turn on those tweet notifications. Cause we give you little tidbits like that from time to time. You have a bet on this game though. Let's hear it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the line is a little bit out of whack now. But look, I, I, Chicago is obviously not a lot of uh, motivation going <laughs> into this one. So they, for that reason, I'm going to go both teams not to score uh, at plus 115. I think Columbus comes in as it seems like a classic 2 nothing kind of result here. 
but look, you know, it wouldn't be shocking if, you know, Chicago, you know, plays very defensive in next one. I don't know. But look, I, I'm just going both teams not to score because I don't think Chicago is going to score. Plus 115 number is pretty good. Yeah, and Chicago, one goal off the fewest goals scored in the league this year. Um, you know, they're they're not a team that scores a lot of goals anyways. So, uh, yeah, like you said, there's there's not a lot of motivation going into this one. They were shut out in their last road game. They they went three straight road games getting shut out about a month ago. Uh, Columbus doesn't have anything to play for. But, you know, it's I, I like that bet, actually. I, I think I'm going to tell that one with you, along with my – uh, Columbus to win bet that I got at a very good number. Um, that is a game with two teams with nothing to play for. I have a bet on another game with two teams with nothing to play for. FC Dallas traveling to San Jose. Uh, this could be two teams that have different coaches next year. Um, this could be two teams that have very different teams next year. We'll see. But I am going with both teams to score over 2.5 goals. This is coming in at minus 120. I don't, you know, neither of these teams are good defensively, and I don't really see a reason why they would play defensive in this game. Uh, San Jose's allowed multiple goals in seven out of their last 10 games. FC Dallas has scored in eight out of their last nine road games. They're not a team that goes on the road and gets shut out. Um, they don't play defensively. Uh, both teams have scored in 10 out of the last 13 games for FC Dallas. At this number, you need it to hit about 60% of the time to be profitable at those odds. Uh, I think this is definitely, I think this should be more like minus 150, minus 160. The over-under is set at three. So, um, you know, all, all, and that's about even money. So I will eat the 20 cents to get the win at over three goals because I don't see either team winning this, you know, 3-0. Um, and, you know, these are two teams that have not struggled to score, but they have been struggling to stop goals. So I see no reason why FC Dallas and San Jose would not, would, would play defense on Sunday uh, with nothing to prove, um, you know, whereas with the attacking players, there can be jobs on the line trying to get those results, right, uh, those goals. So FC Dallas, San Jose, both teams to score over 2.5. Now, the last piece of drama on decision day is the golden boot. And when you look at that, you look at, okay, if a team gets a penalty kick, if, you know, these sorts of things, who's going to take it? Let's hear your goal score. Yeah, look, Tati just took the lead in the golden boot race he's gonna want that golden boot he's playing at the you know uh, this is probably what the best game of the of the of the slate uh on sunday you know either that maybe la minnesota something like that uh but you know he's gonna want that golden boot and at plus 145 i like the numbers uh i think you know it, it's it, for a golden boot leader you'd expect it to be closer to you know uh an even money type situation but, you know, they're not really respecting him as, you know, one of the top goal scorers uh, in the league. So, look, Philly is a good, good defense. Uh, they're playing well. Uh, but, look, I'm just going to go with the number and the, the motivation for Tati. Right. It's kind of like, uh, okay, this, this may be a bit of a stretch, but it's kind of like, you know, in a player's last uh, – in the NBA, in a player's last game and they're trying to get that scoring title, like they're going to shoot it 35 times, you know, in the game. James Harden is going to jack up 25, 30 shots. Uh, so you have to feel like – Yeah, exactly. Out that Tati is going to be out there just trying to poach anything he can to get that golden boot. So yeah, I love that bet. And plus 145, that's not a bad number at all for a NYCFC team that uh, scored 10 goals in their last three games. Um, you do feel like, uh, like now granted six of those were against DC United in a game that I bet on DC United, but um, we're going to, we're, I, I like that bet plus 145. So 
The uh, my my player to score is going to be Joseph Martinez. Um, he is coming in right at about even money here, which isn't an amazing number. But I mentioned earlier, I think you look at teams who you trust to get results when they need them. And until they prove otherwise, Atlanta United is going to be a team with Joseph Martinez on the field that I trust to get the result that they need. And I think that Joseph, he, they rested him on Wednesday um, at, at New York. Like you said, he was about the only starter that didn't play. Um, he's going to be rested, ready to go. He knows the importance of this game. He's not going to want to have his team miss the playoffs. I think Joseph is going to be a man possessed. And I think it even money, I think it's a very good number for him to uh, to find the back of the net in this one, get um, Atlanta United the three points that they need. Makes sense to me. Yeah, the big game, the big players step up uh, in the big game. So, all right, we have hit the end of the show. Time for the Chalice, the last one of the year. Let's try and hit one more. Uh, How, what do you got for us? We're going to do it. I have a feeling. Look, I'm playing a little bit safe here. Me too. We're going with Columbus, New England, uh, LA, uh, SKC, and then Vancouver is really the one that's a little bit uh a little bit risky a little bit more risky than the others i would uh so we're playing a little bit safe that's about 18 to 1 all right all right and mine is even safer i am trying look i'm 0 for 23 i'm trying to get one the booze from the from the crowd i don't want to hear it i'm coming in at 10 to 1 okay so i'm going wow i know i know like last week when you said you were not supposed to go but like i forgot what the yeah, like don't, don't literally make fun of me last week. I'm pretty sure we're not keeping receipts here. So I'm taking first off the fire plus 1.5 goals. Now this line has gotten a little bit out of whack. Okay. The fire aren't that bad. So I'm, I'm taking the fire plus 1.5. They can lose by a goal and I'll still get it. I'm taking Atlanta United for reasons I mentioned earlier, Red Bulls, double chance against Nashville timbers to beat Austin and the revolution. So I've got four Eastern conference games. If those are still alive going into, I mean, at 10 to one, there's not really much point of hedging, but uh, I still have an opportunity to hedge if yeah. I have four Eastern conference games and one Western conference game. But, uh, but yeah, Atlanta fire plus 1.5 Red Bulls, double chance revolution. And then the Timbers minus minus one forty. Ben, we're going to do, we got to do shows for playoffs, but, uh, but yes, we will be doing shows for playoffs, but it's been a good regular season. It's been a good regular season. I'm going to tally the numbers up on Monday. We'll see how we did. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us for, uh, for the Decision Day edition. Ben, uh, good luck with your bets, and, uh, and we'll catch you next week on Bet MLS.